millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to Going Off Track. Hey, hey, uh, fellas! Hey. It's me, Jonah, Brad, and Benny. Oh, yeah. who's me? me? You said me, Jonah, oh, Brad. Yeah. I meant me. <laughs> I meant me, assuming maybe people know. And then I was like, I should say my name if I'm going to say everyone else's name. Be polite. No. My second self. Because yes. it sounded even creepier. Like you it were did. three people. It's me and Jonah <laughs> and this- Benny <laughs> and Brad. It's fucking deep. It's pretty deep. It really is. Uh, I wanted to. Before we start, uh, we have a live podcast coming up. Last chance to come see us this Friday. This Friday. Knitting Factory in Brooklyn. This Friday, March 16th, uh, Doors at 7, show begins at 8. We got uh, Laura Stevenson, we have Brian Baker from Bad Religion and Minor Threat, and we have Blake Schwarzenbach from Jawbreaker and Jester Brazil, and they will all be guests on our panel, our 300th podcast, live. Crazy. Ticket, tickets are still available. They are $10 in advance, $12 a day of show. Um, just go type it, go to the Knitting Factory site. There's a link through TicketWeb. There are still links tickets available. Links on our website, too, There's for everything. Links on our website, goingofftrack.com. So if you want to support the podcast, uh, please come out. It's going to be really fun. We're really excited. Uh, please come to that. It is in just a couple days or, yeah, just a couple days. Joyous times await us. Yes. <laughs> um and we should also add that we are recording this intro at A Bar. We are yeah. recording the intro at A Bar. Thank you again. And we recorded this podcast at Pulse Music. Pulse Music uh, in beautiful <laughs> Herald Square. So thank you to thank you to Pulse for uh, for letting us do this podcast. Yeah, and, and Stephen Grawalski and Steve for Grawalski doing a fantastic job. For engineer and every Ju- week. And uh, our friend uh, Julia Piker, who is an amazing singer-songwriter who works there for letting us use her office to record it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Julia. Yeah. One love, um, one love. Brad, we have some more shout-outs, I believe. You know what? I just, I keep meaning to do this. I just want to give, so we, we, you know, we have a Patreon account. If you want to get, like, a lot of bonus stuff from us, we've got some videos. Early access to episodes. Early access to episodes. There's outtakes. But, like, and we're going to have some more stuff from merch, but... I always, you know, Jonah, we have videos two... of Jonah shaving his mustache. Do we have that yet? He's trimming. <laughs> the morning trim. I just want to give a shout out. Anyways, go to patreon.com slash going off track if you want to become a patron. But I want to give a big shout out to the two Marks, both with a C, Yo, Mark, who Mark. are executive producers who have contributed more than, by far more than anyone. Really? Um, yeah. So you guys, 
Hope you're listening. Mark. Not just throwing money at you us. You guys have exceeded the mark. <laughs> oh, man. You guys got a pun just for you. See, I was going to say something weird. I was going to be like, I will slaughter a thousand bulls in your honor or something like that. I was wow. going to go with. But I'm not going to do that. So that's <laughs> yeah. I guess Thank disingenuous. You. Thank you to the two marks. Oh, thanks, Mark. I know one of these that's marks. Awesome. You do? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I do. Go. Really? And, Which uh, one? Mark P. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he wants me to say his name. Why do I feel like I'm like outing? <laughs> I feel like they're our executive producer. Well, level. I'm, I'll, maybe I'll, they don't want to. You know. Yes. Uh, this is well. This Mark I know is a very nice guy. He's friends with the Sam Am guys, and he's oh. a, he's an excellent excellent friend and a great guy. And he helps uh, um, dogs. He helps uh, dog adoptions and saving them. Oh, okay. Um, so we should give a Good shout job. out to his organization. Um, not gonna happen this episode. Happen. <laughs> My brain is dying. But yeah, Mark. maybe if you <laughs> Thanks, stick around for the outro, we'll have it figured out. Yeah, by we then. will. We'll have it figured out in the outro. But yeah, right there, right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. See, we're keeping it real. We really are. <laughs> but uh, I believe it's NK NKLA. No kill. We'll confirm that in we'll the outro. That. Anyways, uh, today on the podcast, we have Matt Pond. Matt Pond returned to the podcast. Uh, friend of the podcast. He's been on before. He has an, uh, I'm sorry, Mark's organization is called, the Best, it's called Best Friends. The website. The website, yeah. I just want to go back. Sorry. Today on the podcast, <laughs> I'm making this so convoluted. Matt Pond, uh, he has an EP called Winter Lives. He just released another EP called More Winter Lives. Uh, all proceeds go to dog adoption. Yes, they should. <laughs> Matt, Matt, make that happen. But yeah, uh, Matt came by again. One of our, he's just a cool guy, always making good music, living upstate, doing his thing. We get into yeah. it. He's doing his thing. I mean, who knows right. what's happening up there? I don't know what's happening up there, but we kind of get into it. Um, and yeah, Matt, uh, is just like one of those music lifer guys. Yeah. Really interesting character. Great songs. Great songs. Interesting vibe. He's different ever- different vibe than you might expect from his music. Yeah. Wouldn't you say so, Benny? I would definitely say so. You would uh you'd be expecting someone who would just come in here and speak softly about the flowers and the <laughs> you know, the stories and maybe girls in their summer dresses or something. But yeah, his real vibe is, is very unlike that. Yes. He's a little dark. He's a little dark. Which I like. I like it too. We like the darkness. We like the darkness. <laughs> Well, um, let's get into it now. Let's get into it. Listen yeah. to Matt Pond. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. It's going on It's so crazy. I just saw, like, even the down, like, the bar in my neighborhood that's, like, the dirty, like, bucket of beer where the sports guy bar had, like, oh, our special for the Super Bowl is a $4 Bud Light. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I still never, I don't understand this. Like, I still never understand. Like, okay, I'm going to go to a place where I can't even, like, watch anything. I can't talk to anybody. And I'm going to spend, what, $24 on six Bud Lights? Are you nuts? It's insane. (laughs) Who would do that? You're not going to spend that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I would spend twenty four dollars on one great scotch. Have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever done that move? I, I that lakes. Remember that lakeside uh, in that bar yes, where they had music. The lakeside music lounge. There. Lakeside lounge. Yeah, I but, saw. I saw a show there. It was so. Oh, it was. I saw Alabama Shakes there. 
Um, Good really shit. Very early wow, on. I that's was covering cool. it for MySpace. I was working for MySpace. There that I <laughs> you knew who the Alabama Shakes <laughs> I, were when MySpace was still around? Yes. Wow. Well, this was when they relaunched, I believe. <laughs> oh, okay. But I didn't know who they were. They were like, hey, can you write about Post this Timberlake. band? And it was so crowded. It's Timberlake era. Yeah. So crowded at the bar, and we're trying to get Budweiser's or something, that we just went to a bodega and bought Budweiser's and just brought yes. them in. Yes. That makes I, sense. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And if I could have gotten a beer there, I would have. But it was like, what am I supposed to do? But that's a good Interesting New York dilemma. way of dealing with things. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Gotta take, it's like it, a, take it yeah. into your own a hands. A cheap alcoholic way of dealing with things, too, I guess. <laughs> Speaking it's also of cheap, a very uh, collegiate way to do things. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of cheap alcohol... Uh, I had offered Matt a drink as we were walking in as I don't work in this studio. I didn't know what to <laughs> offer. So I just went to the fridge and there were two beverages called a high lie, which I thought was a game, Matt. It, is a, it game, is a game, but it's also a, a game of beer. So we have a bright green and orange drink. I haven't even sipped it yet. Here we go. It's from Tampa. That is a bizarre drink. Yeah, you're right. Is it a beer? It's. I, th- I thought you said it was gonna be sweet. I was getting ready for like a tart. It's. It's less sweet in these cans. Sometimes when they shipped it early on, it just it was a totally different thing than what it was uh, in draft, and it 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 felt like someone shook it around and left it in a warm truck for uh, six months. Yeah. But now they've they've got it going on. I mean, this is similar to the... I mean, it's cool. It, this is the best thing coming out of Tampa. It's a really great uh, brewery where they uh, they treat their employees well. Man, I mean, I know did so you know that? I lived in Florida for two years. Oh, really? When? Yeah, I was in love. Oh, yeah? But did you know that <laughs> High Alai actually stands for the merry game <laughs> did you know this are you reading the can <laughs> you're no. finding your facts in the knew can that man i didn't know that either <laughs> i didn't know what era of matt pond were you in florida uh i had broken my leg on tour okay and and uh, a very kindly woman uh um while we were on tour uh took me to her place of living and then we shared kisses, but then she caught me falling down and she was a small person. Okay. And she caught me falling down her stairs because I was on painkillers. Can you tell us how you broke your leg in the first place? <clears throat> I was wrestling a drummer in Pontiac, Michigan. Never wrestle a drummer, man. No. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but we were across the street from a uh, an orthopedic hospital. <laughs> okay. So it worked out. <laughs> That's great. And they were all uh they were all uh ex-hockey players the surgeons you lost the wrestling match then no i i (laughs) he just went through my leg it really it was really like at an angle both bones and it was crazy sounds Um, like you lost fine (laughs) fine i lost great more highlight for me (laughs) so so please so a kindly woman. Yeah. So, you, so the, she took you in. You okay, stayed so for two, two days, years. So I broke my leg. I had surgery, and two days later, we played in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I finished the tour, the broken leg, and in the middle of the tour, we played in St. Augustine, Florida, where nice I met time. a kindly woman, and who has a, a a lovely place called the Ice Plant Bar, which is renowned now. Um, uh, and it's it is great. I've been there once since. Um. And yeah, she caught me. I was trying to get up, like, you know, I had my crutches. I'm trying to do whatever. And she caught me falling backwards. Wow. 
like this. Whoa. And, uh, you know, and, uh, like an angel. And then I came back. As you should have. Well, what are you doing now? What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were vaping. Oh, no, I'm just chewing on my pen. <laughs> okay, good. You're just seeing my oral fixation at work. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nothing beyond that. Um, now, Matt, when I was reading our emails today, and we were talking about setting this up, and at the time we talked about this, I was on jury duty. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned a story about on jury duty that sounded really crazy. Uh, it just uh, it just was a, a was woman your- fell on the sidewalk in Chinatown and... In Philly, and then was suing for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what? What uh, did she win? It 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 was settled okay. while we did it. But I was, I was ready to be like you know like we won't let we will not sleep until we've heard all the testimony. And like we didn't get a chance to, and everyone disobeyed the rules. Like it's like don't talk about this, and everyone's like seems guilty. <laughs> like, uh, you're sort of, a, you're actually talking to a head juror right now. So I just wanted to let you are know. You, are you was, still? Was, no, no, no. The, I was only for like four days. So are you now allowed to speak about it? Yeah, yeah. I can speak about it. We so, did a whole, uh, to all our patrons out there. Yeah. Me and Brad did a bonus episode. No, to the non-patrons that want to hear oh. this story. Did you, yeah. you got to be patrons. You brought your jurors on? No, after a talk, after this... That would be a good episode. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> after after uh, the jury finished, uh, me and Brad did an uh, episode we do for j- people who donate, and we just talked about our jury duty experiences. It was behind the paywall. Yeah, behind the paywall. <laughs> this yeah. is not a good way to get people to donate money. By oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, hey, if you guys support our podcast, you get sweet jury oh, duty And stories. then it was like... So weird because Ryan Adams came in and played some exclusive song. <laughs> and I was That's like, Ryan, what are you doing here? And yeah, and all of a sudden, Jack Black poked his head and went, "Hey, I have a jury duty story." <laughs> yeah, That's cool. Okay, so, we're giving too much away. Yeah, there are a lot oh. of <laughs> yeah, only on Patreon. Oh, so you got to keep it secret. We got to keep it real. You're supposed only. to tell that we don't before want too you many go patrons. The... That'll be we'll be uh, a sellout. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was being a head juror. It was fun. I mean, like I felt like people really looked to me for answers. I didn't have any. Um, but then it was fun reading off the verdict. Like, oh, that, you got to read yeah. it. Yeah, and it wow. was it was an it was a not guilty verdict of someone who I I'm not sure if they were guilty or not, but definitely should have been not guilty based, based on on, on the what, lack of evidence. Yeah, a lack so, of evidence. And it was a city going after like a working guy. Oh, so you were into it. So it was like now, it, oh, felt, it felt good. What's your percentage, one way or the other, of like how much do you believe that he's not guilty? Like truly believe or was it just bad the evidence. due legal process that no i i would say i'm like i, I believe like 80 percent. i'm okay. pretty confident there was a, there was 20 percent. there was That's a cell there was a cell phone video that was just hard to make out okay. you know so it's like who knows gotcha um but man now you're in kingston Yes. I feel like last time you were here, we talked a lot about your driving stick in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm a great driver. <laughs> but I felt yeah, like first you last. then we had talked and you had kind of like, you were like, I've gotten rid of the driving stick. I got rid of my van. You got rid of your van. It's the first time in 20 years that I don't have a 15 passenger van. Oh. Really? Yeah. It must be sad or nice. It's good. I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. I don't. I don't have any power anymore. Did you like go down to something small where you can't load tons of stuff? I have a bicycle. That's it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when the spring comes, I'm going to get a a car. Okay. But uh, I don't know. 
Um, Seems like springtime would be the time to get the bike, and the car if, might be handier now. Yeah, you're right. But <laughs> Matt you know, looked so I've cold been, when he came in here. It looked like he'd ridden his bike here. I've been biking around in the cold and running in the cold, so I thought I could take anything. Like I'm trying to take it all, and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work that way. You're right. I should have gotten the car, um, but I'm still. I'm going to wait it out. Still, oh, yeah, I'm going to wait it out. I mean, what? Uh, so you had the EP Winter Lives. Yes. And then more winter lives. Yes. What What's kind of like winter? Like, do you think feel like it has a big impact on you? I mean, it be, us being in winter right now. Um, I don't like it. I, yeah. I grew up in New Hampshire. I don't know where. Where'd you grow up? New Jersey. Yeah, it's a lot different. Warmer. It's the Florida of New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it. this winter, I don't know, it feels brutal. They all feel brutal. It's just something to survive. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick of it on a large scale. So where does it impetus kind of come to write music kind of influenced by it or thematically or? I mean, you'd think that like, if you write a song about it, it'll forgive you or it can be forgiving, but it's not the truth. (laughs) So it's just a way of kind of getting through it or, you know, uh, you know, a lot of these, a lot of our, our biggest moments growing up in New Hampshire were like getting through it in the middle of nowhere with no, you know, losing, losing power, losing heat. And then being like, this is, this is messed up. And, and it was fun then. It's not as much fun now. Uh, You know, we always had old Milwaukee back then and now we, we just have highlight. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it just, you know, it's, it's like a lot of, um, You're just trying to mentally carry yourself through something. So uh, through through this weird survival and tragedy of winter. Like, how do you do it? Yeah. I mean, I'm from Cleveland and I went to school in Ithaca. So I feel like this is like the nicest weather I've ever had. (laughs) Like, there's no snow here, really, which is nice. I want the snow. The snow covers the house. The snow keeps the heat in. Yeah. Yeah. If it's going to be this cold, I prefer to have some snow. Really? Well, but that's the problem. Also in the city... You know, snow is nice for about 30 minutes, and then it's just, like, black and wet and disgusting after that. Like, it's not fun. But you can't, like, sled around. Don't you feel, as, you know? as someone who owns a car, I feel like snow's such a pain in the ass. you got to warm up the, the car. you got to clean it No, off. you spin the car around. Yeah. You do donuts. You do all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. Fun. You know, you you pull an e-brake. You, uh, <laughs> it's crazy that the term for doing donuts was called a Brody, and yet there's people... In my family name, Brody, like all these like exciting facts. Like, it's Wait, like, I don't know this. Doing a Brody is doing a donut. Yeah. Do you know how this term came to pass? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't question rednecks. <laughs> you know? Benny, I just have, go along with their plan. Benny, have you done any donuts in your, your most recent vehicle? No, not in my dad car. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet in that. Yeah. What do you have? What I, do got, you... I got a Honda Pilot. How is it? It's nice. How's it's a little it ha- boxy. How's it handle? I'd say it's a little boxy. Is this a, is this a, is this a, uh, what kind of car is this? I went for, I had to go for like the, uh, basically conversion because of a third row. I needed the third row of seats. I got two children now. How are they? They're fine. They're okay. I have an eye patch <laughs> because my son scratched my cornea last week. Oh, that's the worst. So I have been looking like this most of the day, but since we're indoors and it's feeling a little better, I wasn't rocking it. But yeah, he took half of my cornea in his talon last week. What do you think of me with an eye patch? Man? I like it. I like it. You're 
I like pirates. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Do you actually like pirates? Yeah, I mean, I like... We were talking about the pirate bar in Catskill, New York. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I like... I like what they stand for. But pirate, they were pretty fucked up. Like, people forget, like, the horrible things pirates often did to, like... Like Johnny Depp? <laughs> well, Johnny Depp's actually what led me to look into pirates. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean came out, and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know that much about real pirates. So I read a couple books, and when I was done, I did surmise that pirates were not cool. They often did, like awful awful things to normal people and uh and tortured people for fun because they were bored on boats so like you know there's the one where they would like cut open your stomach take your intestine and nail it to a wall and then force you to walk the plank to see like basically what came first if like your whole intestine raveled out oh, or if you like went in <laughs> like really or like you know that scene in like hook where they put him in the boo box and start putting this that's a real thing they put people in a box and then open the little holes and would stick scorpions and snakes and like yeah they were pretty bad the only one thing i liked about him was apparently they were the first like basically free market democracy that's ever existed because like so it's a give and take so that was cool <laughs> they were kind of punk rock yeah you know it was it was the most equal everyone had their equal share in the boat freed slaves could work on it people from different countries so it was like the first like it takes a while for us to learn how to not nail the intestines yeah <laughs> i feel like we always Every like seventy five years, someone has to start nailing the intestines again for us to relearn, <clears throat> right? I think it. I mean, it sounds exciting. We're up for another intestine nailing. I think it's about time. I would do it. I, I you would, you would do it do to it. someone, or I, you would. I would let yourself. it happen to me if there was a chance of recovery. Uh, sounds it's very painful. I mean, just fold it back in. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of like. I wouldn't mind losing a, like, like when I broke my leg on tour. I wish they had just cut it off. Whoa. We yeah, I feel like last time we huh. talked about this, you were talking about if you made a music video, you would like cut off like a finger or something. Oh, I, I would cut off this finger in a second. I would cut off this leg in a second. Um No more biking. Yeah, yeah I, dude. I, yeah, you, yeah, you can bike still. You can do, do tons of get stuff. Get into prosthetics? I I love I it's the it's the greatest advance. I mean, have, the, have, you, have you always sort of had this fascination sort of? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it is, uh, amputeeism is the one, and I don't know if that's the proper term and I'm apologizing if I'm, but it is this, or, or limblessness or anything. It's, it's the one disability that turns into like, it, it transcends the disability. Like you go faster now. Hmm. You're on like a, you have a better limb. You have, you're on a, uh, a better wheelchair. You're, you're, you're cruising. You have, you have blades. Um, so I, I kind of, I, I, I think about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a really serious thing in like pro sports too, because like, yeah, they are getting to the point where these artificial limbs are so efficient that like at some point someone is going to like cut their legs off and get these fake legs that are way fat, you know, like it's well, it already happened with, um, the South African who is Pistorius. Yeah. Shaco Pistorius who, uh, 
killed his wife. Killed oh, right, his, yeah, wife right. Or girlfriend or something. Yes. Yeah. And tried to say he didn't. Yeah, that's that's. Um, it was disappointing to the. Oh, he said he did it. He just said he did it by accident instead of on purpose. But I he think. he did it, and he, it was terrible. Um, but yeah, but that was the the knock on him was that that potentially like this this was an advantage or something. Yeah, and I think that technology is only going to get better. The the I cool mean, thing that they do with kids these days, and this is the thing, uh, the 3D printing. So when kids have um, are limbless, they won't um, upgrade their limbs because it's so expensive. But 3D printing allows them to do this now. Hmm. So um, that to me, that's exciting. Um, and it's it's you know it's great for kids and it's also it's it's where it's a part of technology that doesn't um uh make me crazy or angry yeah uh it's like a humane part of technology hmm. does technology like generally make you crazy sometimes or? i mean you have this is i mean this is I don't know. Does it make you crazy? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's something I think about a lot. I'm just curious what you I, I think we're headed in the wrong direction intellectually in uh, terms of technology. Uh, we pay attention to irrelevant things constantly. Mm-hmm. So I wish that there was, uh, you know, even news is generated for the sake of keeping us... Uh, transfixed but but you can't turn away right you have to be a part of it i mean was that do you feel like living in kingston you're a little bit like less no no the internet is everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that is true that is true like it's it's nuts yeah do you make a conscious effort to like not get sucked in like are you I, i try to do times where i don't look at it but those are the times where someone's like tweeted at me and it's a friend who's trying to be supportive and do something cool and like it's like ah i did the wrong thing i can't do it right and i can't do it wrong yeah i don't know i got this new app forest you heard about this app no tell us uh it's a it's a dating app for for women that don't shave (laughs) you're looking for women that have body hair is that what you're talking about? Oh, is this one of those ones where you <laughs> swipe instead of a uh, timber? <laughs> timber. So this one's forest? <laughs> oh, I, know I was happened. striking out on timber, so I downloaded forest. Is it forest or against us? About, Jonah? <laughs> you know what, guys? Just forget it. No! Oh, Jonah, oh, stop You can't joke about your, your latest app. You're our window. <laughs> you're, you're literally my window. Into contemporary Are you beta testing? Uh, no, no, this a is a real app. app. It's, it's not a dating app. Okay. okay. Uh, although you can't have a social element to it. Are uh, you curating a radio station on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's a productivity app. Uh, and I need this. You set a timer and you grow a little tree. And the tree grows as you don't look at your phone. Or if you don't go to another app. And if you look at your phone or switch apps, it kills a tree. Um, huh. <laughs> but you can keep track of it and you can set it for certain intervals and then you have this like kind of like forest you grow and then somehow you can actually you get points and then your points can actually grow a real tree somewhere. No shit. But so are you really cool. are you really are you comparing this to other people the size is... of other people's trees? <laughs> uh, no, you can see like who the leaders are, who's the most trees, or if you have a friend that has it, you so can that's like, literally a game to be like so I you... 
don't look at my phone the most. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Why, why can't I just get an extra phone, never look at it? Exactly. I was thinking the same thing this. and just be like, I, do I don't know. I ruled have you found forest. it working? <laughs> you could. I just turn off my phone. <laughs> it's just, I feel like it's a little bit more like, it works a little better than just being like, I'm not going to look at my phone for a half hour and then like five minutes later, it's just it's look at it. you. Yeah. Like, the planet. you feel like, even though it's just like a digital tree, for some reason, like in your head, you're like, yeah, I feel like it's, it's, I think I it could work. So I have this issue. I like to play those sim games where you like build a city or like, you know, Farmville. I like doing those games. And one of the tricks of those games for me is like, I spend all this time curating life for these people and giving them food and making sure they're okay. That when I start to get bored of the game, I play it way longer than I want to because I think everything's going to die. <laughs> and in my heart, I'm like, oh, no, like I, I've been feeding these animals for months. And now what happens to them? They're just going to die. I know it's not logical. Right. But I could see where the same sensibility exactly. would be like, I don't I don't want this tree to get cut down yet. Yeah. This might work. I think I'm going to download it. Check it out. I'm going to try it's it. It's not a dating thing. <laughs> no. I'm not allowed to go on dating apps. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why aren't you allowed? I'm married, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. sorry. It could, could raise some questions. Okay, sorry. Definitely not a dating app. Productivity. <clears throat> I'll be like, oh, I was, uh, I'll say like the Pete Townsend thing. I'll be like, oh, I was, I was fact searching for going off track. That's why I have Timber. <laughs> 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 Matt, so I had a question. I was on your website today. Mm-hmm. So, Matt Pond, then there's Matt Pond PA. Yes. Is Mapon PA sort of? I felt like your last thing on the website was like, "We're finishing up merch. This is kind of it." I got the sense that the Mapon PA was maybe. I don't want to do stuff with my name on it anymore. You don't. Okay. I would like to be in a band or uh, a part of a group. Okay. I would like to share <clears throat> the 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 glory and the suffering with uh, with other people. If I do it again. I mean, we are doing stuff and the songs we're writing are different and they're intentionally different. um, I think somehow everyone, when you're older, you start writing like David Bowie or trying to. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. (laughs) So everything to me that I've written sounds like David Bowie. I hope it doesn't sound like, uh, like Tin Machine, but, you know, I'll take good Bowie. Yeah. Um, so is that a hard, dis- I know, I mean, you're, this is 12 albums deep with this. So it's lot, that- and it's, we did, we loved EPs too. Yeah. Those were the, those are the, those were where the fun was. But I, I, you know, <clears throat> I think that right now, uh, longevity and, uh, everything I've done, uh, it makes more sense to kind of, push it away or just you know let it go right i don't know i mean maybe i mean you would know i don't know i don't want to do uh it it starts to feel like touring feels like uh 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 being a cover band of yourself Mm. um so and i mean everybody is a cover band of themselves people want to hear the songs that resonate the most and there's nothing wrong with that like you know i think that Every band has songs that appeal most, but 
there is a limit to how many times I want to play them. Yeah. So, you know, in Iowa, <laughs> which is a fine place, but, you know, I, I think that uh, trying to completely change uh, the language of what I'm doing musically uh, is more exciting to me. Yeah. You know? Do you have people you would want to, like, start a band with? I mean, I'm starting a band with my bandmate. Okay. But he's a father now and and can't just run off anytime. And now, you know, we split everything evenly. And that's something I want to do. I want to, it's almost like starting back at the beginning where everything was totally egalitarian. But back at the beginning when everything was totally egalitarian, I couldn't trust the opinions or, mm. <clears throat> you know, or the tenacity of the people I was with. So I had to become a dictator and now I'd like to become a communist. <laughs> <laughs> you at think least- that was as a result of like you not having grown to the point of doing it yet or just being around the wrong people? You know, you, in a band, when everyone has an opinion, it's not good. So, true. so when you, when you, when you, when you cut that out, um, it made it easier for me to just move forward and skim along. So sure. I, I cut that out, but it just put absolute responsibility on me and it stressed me out. Uh, it made me uh, cranky. And I, I want to treat people well that I work with. Like, all along the line, you know, because everybody's working. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I would go the opposite. I'd be, like, super egotistical. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, whose name's on the kick drum? Yeah. But see, that, <laughs> but see, I would do that. I'd be like, that's my name on the marquee. Like, right, right. But I, and I didn't do that, but I did do that. But it was, my name was on the marquee. And, sure. But the thing was, is at the end of the night, that didn't get me any glory. I still had to make sure that everyone was paid and make sure the hotel rooms were nice and and if they weren't i would hear about it and people were complaining all the time and i don't want to do that anymore i don't want to like i don't want to be the <clears throat> you know if there's a complaint you know it's shared if there's a if there's a problem it's it's solved mutually i mean generally if it's a driving problem i can solve it yeah um <laughs> and most problems i can probably solve them like in terms of logistics but in terms of playing a good show and doing what's necessary, like I want everyone's skin to be in the game from now on. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah, think that totally makes sure. sense. I mean, I think when you're, there's always like that fine line where I completely agree with you in the way that if you have one of those super democratic groups where four or five people are, conversing and and deliberating on every single decision you have to make it can become a very sludgy affair and then things can cannot get done but then when you start ruling with some iron fist and you're just paying people to play i think you lose like an investment of course that people have when they are part like of the, decision the, making the, the whole and that's that's actually so, the musical thing that you lose you lose right. like the inspiration yeah. you lose that like little magic but right when people i don't care about magic, magic. <laughs> no but yeah i want mean, to i want to care a, about it's magic. a fine line you know of where you know you have to be productive but also have 
you know, the people you're working with being creatively fulfilled and actually adding to something rather than just being there. That's a uh, tricky. Yeah. It's always, it's always been tricky. I think at this point I don't want to do it unless it's, uh, it feels good. I mean, just grinding tours out has never felt good to me. So, so what's take us through like a typical, like, day matt pond like when you're not on tour oh now 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 is like a weird search now is like a it's like uh i'll play guitar lying on my back or play guitar in different uh yeah it's 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 like some kind of holistic hippie uh we're talking mundane details you wake up (laughs) what do you eat (laughs) <laughs> I don't like to eat in the morning. I just pound a cup of coffee uh-huh. um, and then walk around, uh, argue with myself for a while. <laughs> right. uh, you argue internally or you voice it? Uh, I, I, I only, I say like crap and damn out loud, but like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like to get too blue. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but it's, you know, it's, it's frustrating cause you, you know, it is, you know, there's supposed to be like a great song that you can achieve. I'm always looking for that. And I'm always looking to articulate what struggle like that I'm going through that makes sense. But like the world is crazy right now. And so how do you like combine all these things and just talk about these paths that you carve constantly through these homes that we live in or through these lives that we lead that are so mundane yet um <clears throat> also really interesting i don't know i'm just trying i i caught the end of a song the other day as in the hour before i took the bus down to the city and i feel like i've almost got the answer and it's always just like looking for this weird like magical answer mm. i mean don't you feel the same way yeah i guess so i mean my day is, is not too much more structured than that, I feel like, most of the time. But, I mean, do you, how much of that do you feel like is, like, as far as, like, the business aspect of music? Like, I feel like setting up something like this is easy. Like, you're like, hey, Jonah, what's up? Well, you're a nice person. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of, there's a lot of walls between nice people and 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 most people or people willing to do something just for the sake of doing it so this is kind of rare should i compliment you more yes (laughs) definitely i I like your shoes thank you you. these are some uh, vestige from rubber tracks (laughs) yeah Yeah. i chose the wrong size you guys gave me uh shoes last time and they were the wrong size oh man i forget my size in regular shoes and in running shoes gotcha so. Yeah, Stephen, I am disappointed in your lack of shoes here. It's kind yeah, of yeah. Bullshit, man. Stephen, you should give everyone free shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you work there too? No, no. Stephen works here. Stephen's but... the one who provides this, this beautiful studio and oh, but you don't have shoes. Here. But no shoes. <laughs> just, this, just this beautiful yeah. state of the art. I mean, this, this is uh, really nice. You know, middle of Manhattan, sixth floor facility, but no goddamn shoes, Stephen. Good work. Yeah, the shoes will wreck your back anyway. Joke. (laughs) Joke. Um, So I was listening to uh, Still Summer, 
Oh, no. Which is a beautiful <laughs> song. Thanks. But it, it's interesting. Like, this is the second time I've talked to you, and I'm listening to a song like that, and I'm like, literally, I don't know if it was your intention, but I very much felt summary hearing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm hearing the beat and the song and the lyrics, and I felt like I was in the summer with, like, my windows down, like, driving a car or something. Like, it actually very much you know fit and and uh i found the whole thing very light and hopeful and uh both times i've spoken to you it doesn't seem to be like the way you really are feeling wait and this is i, I wonder wait, wait you're telling me i'm not light and hopeful no <laughs> <laughs> not at all i mean I, I, sorry. <laughs> I mean i'm hopeful but uh well, hopeful i wouldn't know but what light, do you know no it's no. hard to be light I mean, are I you light no i'm heavy as fuck I'm, like, <laughs> I'm intense and heavy and if you start a conversation with me i'll be talking about death and existentialism within so 90 cool, seconds but you don't seem yeah. entirely I mean, I don't know. I don't think that talking about death or being heavy is not is not necessarily light. I think that hmm. facing these fears are a part of the whole thing. I mean, yeah. that that song is supposed to hopefully be evocative and I appreciate that. I mean, it, you know, uh I mean uh being dangerous and 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 stupid is are some of my favorite things prior to being heavy (laughs) you know and i mean i still appreciate those things and it's crazy i should probably get uh smarter and and less but that's part of why i got rid of my van and that's part of why like you know i have to create rules for myself like you can't you know do donuts on your own lawn you know it doesn't you know you're not showing off to anyone else um but do or, you find joy in that uh just cutting loose yeah yeah i mean i don't know you put the windows down in the pilot sometimes and, oh hell yeah yeah <laughs> crank some uh deep purple yes just give the neighborhood a little yes a little show them what you're opener. made of and yeah. like make sure that they don't like you know yeah. uh, i haven't gone totally soft yeah exactly I'm not going to see a Bed Bath & Beyond this weekend, okay? No. Yeah. Yeah. Even though some nice sheets might be, you know, yeah, a, a good thread of, count know. is never, you know. Good thread count is nice. Good, good thread count is nice. Wait, what's the deal with thread count? Higher? Higher. That's good? Yeah. But you can reach a point where they become weird. Is it just silk after a yeah. certain point? Like, I like a little bite on my on my sheets. Oh, Were you yeah. like a 50 thread count? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I appreciate... I don't. I can't tell. I don't. I don't know what's a high thread count, like three hundred or something. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't know that. I shit. just know that when you have, it, you have nice sheets. When it gets too you probably high, have nice sheets. They become tell too me smooth. about them. Yeah. What's your, what's your thread count? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, Thousand. Have I, you ever used a really like expensive <laughs> towel, like a like a really nice towel? They don't dry. They won't dry your. But then, then there are those the Turkish towels. I don't know. Anytime just, I've anytime like, I've been in like the, the like the nicest, you know, Uber deluxe like Greenwich, Connecticut like mansions, the towels don't dry. Where, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> what are you talking about? Where do you drive your you limousine every night? <laughs> Greenwich, Connecticut mansions, Brad. Can you tell me more about I this? I am done with this place. <laughs> this is 
What is this, Turkish? Yeah. <laughs> Brad, what's going on on time, the weekends, man? man? <laughs> but I've been in some nice apartments. Kind of Were you at Von Lendl's house? That's the only person from Greenwich, Connecticut Who? that I know. Yvonne Lendl. No, is but that? it was a Yvonne, though. Player. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Huh. <laughs> uh, that's sports, Jonah. <laughs> Got it. I've of, I'm familiar. I've heard of tennis. <laughs> do, you, do you like any sports? I, d- I like... Uh, no, I guess no. Stop it. You've Are been, you excited for the Olympics? You've been to no. a couple Nets games no, with me. No, but the, there's a bunch I, of I K-pop have. playing. I'm excited for that. You are? Wait, yeah. for what? The Olympics? Yeah, BTS. What's what's going on this year? K-pop, it's South, it's in uh, South Korea. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of K-pop bands that are K-pop bands are performing. Yes. Wait, all right, all right. We got it. We got to <laughs> yeah. backtrack here. Remember, I don't know what anything is. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me, is this Korean pop? Uh, it's it's Korean, um, and in Japan they love it, and in in uh, in China I think they love it too. In the United States they love it as well. What is it? And you are a fan of K-pop. You know, it's no. like... It's no. just pop music. It's like, but it's, uh, it's like, very it's excited so, about this. But it's so choreographed. They they consume yeah. their lives. They take over their lives. They're, they're, they're only allowed to live in dormitories. And they agree to this. And they have huge fame. And it's it's like... Uh, they play in stadiums. And it's, 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 it's not something... I mean, it's I don't want to be in a... It's a spectacle. Spectacle. But it's... These it's, are groups? Yeah. Yeah, there's always a group. And they rap a little bit, and some of it's in English, a lot of it's in Korean. Who writes the songs? Some mastermind. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into a dorm, they plug into the Matrix, <laughs> they're fed their songs. Yeah. And then they, they download it. All right. I guess yeah, I gotta maybe, Google this. Maybe this is what you should not. start doing, is writing for these K-pop I mean, stars. I, mm. I've I've, I've listened so to their easy. songs, like the song uh, "Nice." Oh, who is it? Who is it by? It's 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 so much more. You know, like you know, like how a song like "Toxic" by Britney Spears is yeah. actually like somewhat intoxicating. Like sure, it's, it's it pulls you in. It's a good tune. Uh, these ones are so like it's like every part of the mix is popping the low end to the top end. Like it's like they have. They have like a a team of engineers doing all the lyrics, all the 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 frequencies, everything about it is like it's and then all the dancing and all the dance routines and all of it. It's just like it's like it's a lot. And you it guys don't know about stimulating. No, it I've is heard of it, but, but yeah. it's it's the internet, you know. I feel like stuff like that is what's like giving little kids autism. <sighs> It's. I mean, I was saying that more. I was expecting a laugh. I wasn't. Being serious. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't. Being I mean, laugh. I don't know if autism is funny yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Not funny. But but uh, the the uh, the thing that it does is it 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 definitely uh, it's it's too much. It's well, like, the visual stuff because this is where I I've learned this. I I'm not exposing my children to TV until they're two. This is like the thing, and I. And from what I've learned, it's not TV itself and it's not the exposure to it itself. It's like what you're actually watching. And that newer, they the example I saw was like an old Sesame Street versus a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I guess in an old Sesame Street, the average pan time until the cut was, you know, 30 seconds. And in Power Rangers, it's like a second and a half. 
And every second and a half, there's a new cut on the screen. And apparently some people are thinking that it's this rapid fire editing and stuff like that. That's actually like, you know, fucking with the synopses and really messing with like your ability to, with attention and stuff like that. So this music, K-pop you're explaining the reason I said it causes autism is that reference. I, I mean, this didn't come out of left field. I'm just saying. I'm just it, protecting myself here. I don't think it's good for don't, people. Don't pull from our Petronier page. Uh, these guys are talking about jury duty and shit. It's fun, right? It's captivating. Yeah, yeah. Is it the... Uh, the um, it's it's not good for the people that are involved with it. It's, uh, it's a pretty... Uh, you know, there's there's NPR shows about how um, it ruins their lives, and they they don't have lives, and they give them up to this this thing within the K-pop world, and then outside of it, it's just a, it's a vindictive kind of if they don't do the fans kind of dictate what the band should do and who they should fall in love with, mm. and it's a uh, it's a it's a it's an upside down world. So well, you're using this as an example of why I should watch the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta see BTS, like you gotta see the K pop. If you're gonna see the I mean, you know if we're going to Korea, we gotta you know, be It's true. You gotta be ready, Jonah. It's true. I've been to Korea. Have you? I went to yeah, I've been to Seoul. I took a trip to Seoul by myself was for like eight days. It was awesome. That's cool. cool. I did a tour, the USO tour, the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. Really? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was really, really interesting. It was a great trip. Was it intense? Um, yeah, I mean, you could like, you had to book it way in advance and you kind of like go through, there's this whole area in between where people live. I can't remember who it is and they can like get permission to leave to go to school, but they basically have to stay there and it's actually like a pretty good spot to be. Mm. Um, and then you go and they take you around all these buildings and you can like, use these binoculars and look into North Korea and then you go into this building you see this is where a lot of photos are like where like you see those soldiers and they're kind of facing each other and you're in South right. Korea looking at the North Korea and so they're like crazy. and they're like basically like, you can take photos and stuff but like don't provoke these guys so that's when you do a lot of like messing around and yeah like yeah jokes. yeah totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but there's like some crazy history there's like a I guess there's like a it's really, it's really wild over, like, it's like, there's like a museum and they kind of like teach you about like, you know, every like 10 years, someone from North Korea basically or, or less tries to escape and run across. And there was a whole like axe murder between North and South Korea because they tried to like, South Korea tried to like trim a tree that was in between and North. I mean, it's, it's really like the history. It's very contentious and it's, um, yeah, it was just an interesting spot to be. I feel like I saw like a documentary about it and then i was booking this trip to asia and i was like i feel like i should just see this because it doesn't even you know like it's such a part of it's i don't know it's just a crazy part of like history or sure is and 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 ours and like some it's weird that it's like so uh seems like it's distant from ours but yeah it was not that long ago yeah no Mm. um yeah so and, and it's ironic, <laughs> ironic that probably in the next, what, 25, 50 years, like a giant wave is going to come and just there's going to be no north. Are you a wave guy? Oh, yeah. The wave's coming. Wait, the whole cascade. No, I don't. I don't s- subscribe particularly to any conspiracy theory. I just know that everybody who's on the seaside soon enough is not going to be on the seaside. Los anymore. Angeles. 
right? Yeah, L.A. being one of them. Right here being another one. Yeah. I where, think do you, where do you we live should now? All buy, I live basically in a flood zone. This is why I know it, that it's coming. I live in an Bay area in Jersey Miami. City, literally. Oh, my family lives in Jersey City. The water table is just rising on its yeah. own. It's not, it's not a wave. It's not flooding. It's literally like seeping into my goddamn walls because it's got nowhere to go. Like, this shit's going away. We all need to buy 100 miles inland within the next... Wait, Steve, you got you got somewhere and not a, not here, right? How inland is it? <laughs> Over a hundred yeah. miles. See, you're good. I'm going to Steve's house. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> get something. I know. I, I read this something. article about Miami, and it's crazy. Like it's yeah. like they're pumping water all the time. It's like people are still building these mansions on the water. Yeah. I just watched it happen. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in Long Beach Island, which for the people who are not from New Jersey listening, which is a a seven-mile stretch of island off of the coast of New Jersey, somewhere between, like, Asbury Park and Atlantic City, just for reference. And this part of the island got wrecked during Hurricane Sandy. And many houses got destroyed. And literally what happened, there was the, um, the beach moved. You know what I mean? Like, basically, nature was like, this is now where the beach is. This is now where the dunes are, and you should stay behind it. But instead, <laughs> since it's million-dollar homes and things like that, I mean, they literally go to such great lengths, putting these giant machines out to sea, pumping sand from the middle of the sea to create the new beaches again, to create the dunes back where they were, even though nature just told us, I'm going to come do this again soon, probably. And it's the same thing they talk about New Orleans. Like, there is no sustainable way to rebuild New Orleans because they know without any element of doubt that it's going to happen again unless we come up with some new technology that's going to stop it. So, I don't know. We're fucked. I I don't know. Are we? Can you surf? <laughs> I want to. Is that when you learn? You, learn. <laughs> you can't do donuts in that shit, Matt. I can, you know, you don't you can, even have a van anymore. You can do some, you can do some cool shit. You what do you know, do like, with your bike in the big wave, man? I don't know, like, you know, just surf it out. You know, skim it out. You know, fifty-fifty <laughs> grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got a road bike. It's not very. Uh, uh, just get some. It's got pegs. little tires. Get some pegs. I'm gonna I put some along. I've got a. I've got a. Um, I did put a basket on the back seat because, like, I got to yeah. buy groceries. So, cool. so it's gonna be me and my one kid <laughs> on the pegs. And then my wife and the other kid in the basket. Can you handle that? That's cool. Us? I can handle that. All right, good. I could probably, yeah, you know, yeah. So <laughs> I have a fun question. Sometimes I find your music uh, uh, nostalgic. <laughs> no, this is in a good way where I like kind of can like, I feel like sometimes it's um, longing for something that's not here anymore. And I wonder in your head, what would be your version of like MAGA? Like what's your version of make America great again? Like, is there a time or like a place that feels like what you actually like want it to be in sort of a, maybe Norman Rockwell kind of way? I mean, it's probably, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can picture the scene. I don't know if there's like a time specific, um, 
it was a really weird thing to pardon my uh like i I understand that everyone dies, but when we played a show when Tom Petty died, and that oh. was the same day that a bunch of people a lot of people got killed in uh in in Las Vegas right. And so it was a really strange, it put me in this, like, I could not, I couldn't comprehend. And usually I can comprehend, but I could not put these things together. I, yeah. um, um, and because Tom Petty, to me, you know, the ideal uh, is listening to Tom Petty to a song I've heard a hundred times before and and driving in a car be it a pilot or anything <laughs> with the windows down and just kind of, um, you know, uh, you know, just driving for the sake of driving. Right. I mean, that is my nostalgia. I am nostalgic for like, uh, you know, I like a good drive. I don't, I don't care about anything else. I can shut everything else out, you know, and I, I'm sure, you know, that's not everyone's fantasy. Um, but it's it's mine and and i don't know i i made a bunch of confusing points i didn't no, mean I, to bum anyone out no no i'm I, full of lightness <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, happiness pours outward in that imagination like what do you when you're on that drive are you are you smoking do you have a coffee i mean i What's wish like- i What's the music? I, it's Tom Petty. I mean, it's I want to. I want to smoke, but like you know, it's bad for you. But <laughs> if someone hands me a cigarette, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't want to be drinking and driving, but I don't mind if other people are drinking while I'm driving. I don't mind other if other people are smoking while I'm driving. Um, you know, I. It's. Having a good time, either in conversation, I mean, or in experience, is has always been the thing I've been nostalgic for. It's just that people are focused on, you know, having a good time. It's not about agenda. Now, these days, things are about agenda. Right. So, and people's good time are about discussing agenda and on either side. And, you know, I... I don't I don't have an agenda. I think there is good and bad and I think that there are good and bad things from these agendas. But geez Louise, like, you know, we used to be able to express ourselves and our opinions about politics or whatever and throw it all away and not care and still, you know uh swim naked in lakes and drive fast and, you know, do small crimes without anyone getting hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That was, that's, that's all. I'll still live for that for a long time, I think. I'd wear that hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 How can you fit that on there? It's the kind of hat I'd want to wear. I think we got to, we we need like a PR team to come up with the slogan, but I'm into it. I mean, I, you know, it's just, it's small dangers, but, but big payoffs, you know? (laughs) You know, small dangers, big payoffs. Yeah, that's pretty. I good. think that's the hat right there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're giving us a lot to Matt ponder here. <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh, oh goodness, boy! I oh, tried man. to pull one on you, and you didn't. You know, <laughs> you did. Yeah, I said, I wish you would bayard with 
I'm glad that you bared with me. And it came off, and you just ignored it. Oh, and it was God. all in caps. That's terrible. It was like, I'm glad oh, that you... Oh, I did. I did. You know what? I am so used to puns that I feel like I just like I just assume that's how everyone talks. It was all caps. It was <laughs> like right. you did Matt. a ponder, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, well, at least you bared with me right, on Matt. this whole thing. There's right. one thing I've learned about Jonah through the years, which it took me a, a minute to get over, actually. You're not a responsive texter. Yeah. You're the type of person who basically every time I text you, I think you're mad at me. <laughs> because you're I just like, that. yeah. Or something. I'm like, did I do something? <laughs> I just wrote him like seven texts and all he wrote was, <laughs> yeah. Or I'll leave like, I'll leave like a minute and a half. I'll give you a, an Uncle Morty. Be like, hello, Jonah. It's your Uncle Morty. You know, I'll give him this great material. I won't even hear back. I'll get nothing. All right, uh, Benny, I apologize to you, Matt. Ooh. I apologize for not yeah. not acknowledging your pun. Well, I accept your apology. Thank you. And you're probably on the other end of the line, going like, "Are they mad at me?" Oh, totally. I think yeah. everyone's mad at me. Well, all the then time. text more. You think? Or yeah. It, no, it, I don't think that that's you, <laughs> like you know so many words. You can use them in really interesting ways. Like when I text you something, I'm looking for like you're my word guy. You that's a lot of get, pressure, though. You know, you know what? But that's his job. Gets, his job is to be your friend. To write words, so I want words. You, you know want what some I mean? freebies out of him? Dude, like if I'm, you were just like, "Yo, Benny, give me some beats. Benny. I'll throw some beats on you." Benny, do you have beat? Can you beatbox? A little bit, but I'm not going to do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm trying to grow a virtual forest on my phone by not using it. <laughs> Are you doing that right now? No, I'm not. I, sh- I should be doing it now. Oh, are you pissed? Your tree's not growing right now. You couldn't even check it if you wanted to. I grew to. it, and uh, I'm not using it now. You can't turn it on to check your tree to grow your tree? You can check, no, you can check that, that tree app. You can watch it grow. I grew can, a 20-minute bush on the way here. 20-minute bush? <laughs> yeah. That sounds so hot. 20-minute <laughs> <laughs> bush? I don't know. Yeah. Is that our band? No. <laughs> um, Is that okay to say? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We're talking about You can't shrub. grow a full tree in 20 minutes. You need. I think you need a half hour for that. Man, so what if you just when do you when can you grow like a redwood? It takes like a week. Yeah, I don't know exactly. You can also like get more points. You can buy the ability to grow different types of trees, diversify a little. Wait, you pay for? No, no, no. I mean, I think you actually can pay. Oh, of course. Well, somebody who's paying to plant these trees. I mean, I paid two dollars for this app, guys. I didn't want to say that. (laughs) I scared you guys would judge me. There's where all this Patreon money is going. <laughs> Jonah's, Jonah's blowing it on productivity app. app. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> that, that he then advertises for free. What, Timba? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so, Matt, what... So, say someone's listening to this, they're like, I'm a big Matt Pound fan. Uh, what can they expect? Is, there's going to be new music at some point. Oh, so we're doing a thing now where we are... Um, uh, we're asking people to send in their dreams or thoughts or visions to a website, record them, um, and then we're scoring these things. We've already started. Hell yeah, that is cool. It, it is cool. So you guys have to do it. Like, I swear, like, if you do it, it would, I mean. What's the website? Indreams.space. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and then we're going to do a radio show on Radio Kingston, which is a new community radio station. It's going FM soon. It's streaming. I don't know how podcasting and licensing song works for because we want to play dreamy music in between like soul um uh 
you know, a so, uh, shoegaze um, jazz in between these songs. I guess in order to do that, it has to be on Spotify or something. You can't just straight podcast. It's That should change with the way that streaming is going. We're not against streaming anymore, right? Are no. we for it? I'm for it. Now. Yeah, I'm yeah. for it. Because, I mean, it is it is what's going to happen. It's just, it's oh, happening. It's happened. It's happened, it's happened. Yeah. yeah. And to be like, no, you know, I mean, Spotify does good things and crazy things, but all of them do good things and crazy things. Unless so, you're fucking Taylor Swift, you're nuts not to put your music on there. She's just doing, oh, that's a whole other thing. She just creates a, a diversion and then puts it on there and then... Oh, did it's, she wind up putting it on there? I think so. Uh-oh. It's all its all and just marketing. Again, I'm showing my failures as a contemporary. Well, you got to listen to some huh? K-pop. Oh, <laughs> uh, she did Apple. But so then we're going to do that, and then Typical. we're writing under, we're using that to inform the language that we're trying to write our new music under. And that band will be called In Dreams as well. And so it's all, I mean, the greatest song of all time is Roy Orbison singing In Dreams, which I first saw... In uh, the movie Blue Velvet nice. by David Lynch. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was that's how I found Roy Orbison. I mean, it was a cool. So anyway, we're trying this stuff. It pays nothing. <laughs> it's like starting at the beginning. I have a rehearsal space in my basement again, and it's I all got a no car insurance to pay for anymore. No, I just that's have good. a bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're trimmed back. Yeah. And you have you have a space in your house that you can work and yeah and I, I mean I I I try to I mean you know we'll see what happens I mean maybe I'll be desperate and alone in a few years maybe I'll be you know doing this thing who knows you ever need drums for shoegazer shit I'm your man really sure you like it love to get stoned and play that stuff yeah I mean shit I I should I stop saying this like on I have like kids and stuff now does it matter I think it's by the, by the time a, your kids hear this they, they're gonna be selling weed in high school yeah but what if like some <laughs> some guy in like uh Sheboygan like the DEA is like oh this is bullshit I, I don't know man I think it's so normalized at this point that <sighs> are there people listening to podcasts looking for <laughs> evidence <laughs> yeah i don't know have you ever met skynet <laughs> i mean i have no. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's out there I think- tentacle you know i'm a I'll, I'll admit this again on the i always say too much on here i'm afraid to masturbate anymore not actual masturbating i'm afraid to look at things that want me to masturbate i don't think like i think any thing that can happen everyone's gonna know everything about you and they'll be like oh that day he was jerking off to this not even if you're incognito how are you incognito i'm not smart enough to be incognito all i want to do is open my internet and be like you gotta flip the switch on your browser and then take care of business like i'm not one of those i don't want to go into fucking dark web or anything i just want to do my thing and then you go to porn.com and and put your photo in there i've never been like an all-day masturbator i want you know if it can finish in 90 seconds and i can move on to my day like all the better you know when we did we did that podcast with busy phillips and she was talking about how like she thinks her phone always listening to her it is and it is. now i'm convinced definitely because i don't know no, you I'll, have to turn off the microphone it's sending it's there's i don't know what it is i haven't done it yet but yeah when you're talking i'll it's be listen- talking about like turmeric a lot and then i'll get yeah, an you'll ad, get like, a turmeric turmeric tea yeah. and i'm like Hot, what <laughs> yes no it's listening to you it's you can listening. turn that off or did you yes, just you think can, you can you can turn it off really yeah 
but you just mm. you have to go that extra level and it's like ah forget it like, i just read the circle i don't think you can turn it off I saw the movie on a plane. Oh, how was the movie? Not great. Not great. Who was I in it? It was Benny Tom Hanks. Hanks. <laughs> the Circle? Wait, was it Tom Hanks? The Dave Eggers movie? <laughs> Sorry, they, they made it into a movie. Uh, Dave Eggers book. I think yeah, Tom Eggers Hanks book. I, I didn't, yeah, Hanks I didn't, was in it. I didn't yeah. read it, the book. The book was cool, man. Book I cool. really dug it. It's an airplane movie. If you're on an airplane, you're bored. Pop it on. If not, eh. I can't fly anywhere until I'm done with this baloney. No? No. <laughs> You're grounded? I'm grounded. <laughs> I got a bicycle. <laughs> I can go to Jamaica, New York. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can't go further than that. Okay, well. I probably can't even get there. I have to take it on a Metro North. <laughs> I mean, know? where you live, too. Like, I can't imagine you can bike many places. Yes, I can bike. I can bike to the grocery store. I can bike to the bar. And I can bike around the block. <laughs> okay. You know? You what else do you need? There's plenty. I have one question about up there <laughs> okay. where you live in Hudson Valley. So I do. I go up there with my wife. We found this cool place on Airbnb years ago. We go up there every once in a while in Red Hook. Yeah. It's this old barn converted. It's cool. Sounds it's so sweet. quiet and chill. We love it. And we often talk about where we're going to raise our kids. Sometimes we think about going up there. My concern with going up somewhere like there is I realize a lot of people have transplanted out there culturally. It's got some different flavors now, but I know for sure there's a large fucking redneck thing going on out in the woods anywhere. And I wonder if I'm bringing my kids, I already have fully formed opinions. Like I, my opinions can be molded by people who are smart and have good points, but like, I'm not worried about living around people like that. It doesn't matter to me. But my kids, you know, being raised in a school around other kids, like these kinds of influences, is it like prevalent? Red Hook School District is one of the best around, one of the best in the state. Okay. Um, Steve's uh, over here now. When when they do well, they'll go, they'll take classes at Bard uh, for free. Um, Bard's not, uh, Bard's not. Nothing uh, to scoff at. A haven for rednecks. Yes. No. (laughs) Um, No. And the rednecks up there, to me, like uh, an a real redneck is someone that actually listens and just does things in a really um, uh, clinically rural way. Like they're not automatically um, assholes. Yeah. Um, so oh, Red Hook yeah. is a fine place. Uh, Kingston's the same. Um, they're they're good. They are they have rednecks, but it's good to have that. I mean, it's good to have that rub of of oh, for sure. of, of opinion. I mean, it's good to have know, the rub. I just don't want the punch. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, New York is is a vacuum. Like kids that grew up. I don't know if anyone here grew up in New York City. They don't they don't yeah. know how to drive, and they know New York. Sure. And, they don't, and some of them can't swim, which is crazy, it's dangerous. Yeah, but. Which no, it's is- true. I, it, it's definitely true. And I, I have a unique experience with that because my entire family is from New York. My parents, aunts, uncles, brothers, sister, they were all born there. I was born in Jersey and I wound up in kind of like white trash New Jersey for part of this. And I've always felt there's like something I understand about people that some of my family just doesn't fucking get about people. But so that'll help you. In that. So I do. Yeah. I do respect that exposure i just 
I, I also understand what too much of an exposure can do. It's not That's like that. It's, it's not like, it's not like, um, I mean, even New Hampshire and Vermont, New York aren't going to happen. I mean, it's not isolated enough to be off. It's, it's, it's going to be good. So it's safe. It's, 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 you know, I mean, where I live, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a clash of like, ultra redneck ultra um liberal but then really it's just like well you there's really a lot of poor people living in kingston that are suffering that neither that are you know trying to be pulled into both camps as ammunition against the other and basically it's just like hey you know just help these people a little bit or a lot or do whatever or care about your community and then move on right and and in those places, it does happen, I think. I, I'm hoping it happens. I, I hope Kingston doesn't turn into just... I mean, it can't. There's almost too many poor people for Kingston just to turn into, like, uh, uh, a political battleground. Right. So hopefully it'll turn into a place where people respect the community and start to help people out. That's, you know... Cool. Something I like to be a part of, but you know, I have nothing to really offer except for a driving stick, a bicycle, and some <laughs> crappy songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, but I feel like with you, there's also a fun, loose affiliation with danger that I would appreciate. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's 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 a little dangerous. Like if you walk, you around, might be the guy I'd call if I was just sure. in one of those like reckless moods. I mean, it'll take me a while to get across the river if you're living yeah. in Kingston. But I might that's going to be a, a 35 minute bike ride. <laughs> but I'll be there. You but know? if I was just like, hey, I got this quad and a couple of mad dogs or something, oh my I might call Matt Pond. <laughs> you like, you might be my dude. That would be my favorite thing yeah, to do see, in the world. Worse. There's it's nothing, worse. you know. <laughs> oh my God. Jonah, would you come? Uh, I don't know if you would. would I, you? I, mean, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the scenario is here. You have a couple of mad dogs. See, we already knew exactly what I know. Happening. You guys have some kind yeah. of... Uh, you guys know exactly what you're, you're just, talking about. You're just well, driving fast getting and, and, and drunk on something cheap. And... Might be a bonfire. But oh, I, I like quad. gasoline. I mean, quad. there's no... In any... Oh, yeah. There's gasoline in our quad. Yeah. So in it and outside of it. It's like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sounds cool. This is awesome. I don't think I would organize it, but I would tag along. <laughs> have I you ever like been it. on a snowmobile? No, never. It is probably the greatest machine it's ever built. It's pretty fucking awesome. Really? You guys have both been on snowmobiles? I have. Of course. But I have a hysterically nerdy snowmobile story. So <laughs> I had a one, my old bass player named Dave Parker, still a very good friend of mine. His father lived in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. He had a house, a lot of land. And on the weekends, his dad was cool, and he used to let us go up there, get drunk, get stoned, shoot guns. Sounds awesome. Do the fun stuff. And uh, he had a snowmobile. And the first time I went out, I mean, I'm on this thing, and I think I'm like Mario Andretti. Hair's back. I'm like, like ripping around the snow, cutting turns. I'm like literally on the thing going, woo! You know, and doing stuff like this. And then I pull in and about seven of my friends are just losing their shit. And I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, why is this funny? And I get off. I'm like, that was awesome. Huh? And they're just all laughing. They're like, dude, 
do you know how fucking slow you were going? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? One of them had a camcorder. He showed me literally inching around his backyard. Like it looks ridiculous. Like I'm not even going anywhere. In my head, I thought I was speed racer. All right. Thank you, Matt Pond, for coming by. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Thank you to the Marks for being our Patreon all-stars. And please come out to our live 300th episode this Friday, March 16th, at the Knitting Factory. Uh, Laura Stevenson, Brian Baker, Blake Schwarzenbach starts at Doors of Seven, starts at eight, ten bucks in advance, 12 day of show. Go to knittingfactory.com or goingofftrack.com. I don't know if knittingfactory.com is even their site, but you, <laughs> you can figure it out. Google knittingfactory.com and get some tickets. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> Benny's band's playing some shows. I don't know. Do you have any shows coming I up? just played last night. Last night? Yeah. The Mercy Union played with the Menzingers, playing in, in a couple shows in April. And yeah, getting out there. Got a record coming out. Nice. Yeah. But, I, I, but let's not talk about me. You know? <laughs> let's talk about something cooler. Benny also playing this obscure festival this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Govball. Govball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of DL. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So tell, tell your friends. Yeah. Who else is playing that? Like, like heard Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. 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 So who I plan on battling. I hope so. Yeah. I'm just going to walk like, I'm assuming he has zero security. <laughs> and I'm just going to walk right up to his face and be like, yo, M <laughs> drop your shit. And like, and then we're just going to get into, it. I'm going to be like MC Hotbox right up in your mouth. Exactly. And if you'll you, probably be the first one to ever do that. Ever. <laughs> and then I plan on just defeating him. I don't even know how to rap. But I'm just—he's probably—he probably literally has a guy that when somebody does that, he snaps his fingers and this this no name dude comes up and like shreds, probably oh, just shreds, top fire. yeah, like yeah, shreds the. Uh, uh, yeah. So if you want to hear any original Benny Horowitz freestyles, uh, we can make those available for our Patreons. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to Patreon.com/slash Going Off Track. Uh, you get early right. episodes, bonus episodes, outtakes. Uh, I you hope can, you're not timid. I hope you're not timid. Uh, <laughs> You can also uh, go to Venmo.com slash off track, uh, or you can just go to our our website and donate through There's PayPal. links to all of this at the so, website. So yeah, if you want to support, go to the website, go to the website goingofftrack.com to support us. Uh, come to the live podcast. Thanks to Matt Palm for coming by. Check out his music. It's great. Um, and thanks to Pulse Music for having us. And we will be back with another podcast next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.